Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday, July 1st, the Canada Day edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. And I'm just going to do a, a solo podcast today, guys. I uh, gave AJ Shulo, who normally does the podcast for me Thursday, the day off. There's no card to break down this weekend, so I'm just going to talk about some news and stuff. There's some fights that have been announced in the, in the last couple of days. Uh, like I said, it is Canada Day, so I'm just going to do a short podcast today. Um, I'll take any sort of questions that are shot in here, but if not, I'll just talk about some fights that are coming up here. So um, the UFC has announced some pretty good ones in the last couple of days. And, uh, man, today, like, a few did drop. Um, I can't say what it is, but I do know my my good friend Cole Shelton from BJ Penn is working on a pretty good fight right now. I don't want to say what it is. I can't say what it is. I don't want to say I, uh, even give a hint, really, but it is a UFC fight. I'll say that. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But we did have some news broke at uh, BJPenn.com. Pull it up here um, by my boy Al Zudino at BJ Penn. Here it is. He broke this fight today. So UFC London, we'll talk about that fight in a second. But yeah, so there's a few fights here. But Nathaniel Wood and Jonathan Martinez, just want to give a special shout out to my guy, Al, because you know I love this fight and he broke it. So it's awesome, man. I mean, these guys are both really good prospects still. I mean, they both don't have great UFC records, right? Four and two for Wood, four and three for Martinez. But I think they're both pretty solid, man. Like, they're they're both usually exciting fighters. So I think it's a great fight. Love the matchmaking here. And um, both guys, you know, looking for a win here to kind of stay in that, like, top 15 mix, I guess. They jump into the top 15. So, yeah, I like the fight a lot. And had some people ask me about the September 4th date. Yeah, it looks like that's going to be the card in London, guys. So Darren Till and... Derek Brunson, I believe, is the headliner for that card, like proposed headliner, I should say. Um, there's some other European-based fighters in that card. And as you can see, like Nathaniel Wood is a British fighter, so I believe. So, yeah, um, or at least I'm going to double check where he is, actually. I, I think he is, isn't he? Um, I want to say he's British, but let me double check here. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I'm right with that. Anyways, yeah, he's he's solid. And then I like Jonathan Martinez, even though he did get knocked out by Davy Grant. He did drop Davy Grant, and then he got knocked out after that, but – you know, the guy is a pretty powerful puncher, and he's had some good performances, man. He had that, I want to say it was like a jumping knee against Ping Wan Lu. It was a nice knockout. So he's had some good performances. Both guys are solid. I like the matchmaking here. But here's the fight that I think everyone's talking about today. Alexander Gustafson is fighting Paul Craig at UFC London. And, like, what a great fight this is. I like the matchmaking a lot. I think this is a great fight for both guys. I think it's a fight that probably answers a lot of questions about both guys. You know, for all of Gustafson's faults, right, because he's lost three straight fights, okay, he lost to Verdum, he lost to Smith, he lost to Jones in the rematch. He's still a big name in the sport. And he's still a guy that, if you look, and it's been a while since he's won a fight, granted, okay? His last win was in May 2017 against Clover Deshire. Before that was 2016, but it was against Jan Blachowicz. Those are the two guys fighting for the belt in October. And that fight was moved, by the way, October 28th, UFC 267, Blachowicz and, and Glover. So this guy has wins over the top two guys right now in the division. So he's not like... A complete slouch and i know he's just he's obviously on the downside of his career but i, I wouldn't completely count gus out and this is a fight he could win it paul craig deserves this name i think um I, i'm assuming it's gonna be the coming event for that card makes sense right so i, I think it's a, a fight that makes sense for for craig to take at this point of his career he's he's in the top 15 i think he's number 12 if i'm not mistaken and Gus is not in the top 15, but again, he has a win over the number one guy in the contender uh, in Glover Teixeira and the champ in Blahovitz. So 
Yeah, he's outside the top 15 in the rankings, but it just shows that the rankings are kind of flawed because he does have a win over literally the top two guys in the division right now. So, I mean, Gustafson is – I mean, it's hard to say really where he's at in his career. Like, he, he's saying all the right things. He's moving back to 205. We should mention that. Obviously, he's fighting at 205 in this, in this uh, fight. Um, I like the move back down. I don't think he was a good heavyweight. Obviously, we saw him lose to Verdun. That was a bad loss now, especially seeing Verdun – not look very good against Ferrer and PFL. Um, yeah, it's a bad look on Gus, but I think at 205, he's going to be a little more competitive. Like, uh, the fight with Anthony Smith was a fight that he was doing well in up until kind of late in the fight, and he kind of wore out a little bit and got tired and got submitted, but, you know, the guy still was competitive in that fight, and obviously, I, mean, I was at the fight with John Jones, the first one in Toronto. The fight was amazing at UFC 165. The fight was amazing. One of the best fights of all time, right? Literally one of the best fights of all time, and uh, Gustafson, you know, went tooth and nail with Jones. It was eight years ago, right? And rematch, obviously, we we had the question answered of who the best fighter was in the rematch when Jones was smashed and facing. But I still think there could be something left in Gus. And I, I'm interested in this fight against Paul Craig because as good as Craig is, he's only good when the fight gets down to the floor. And, and don't get me wrong, he could take Gus down. It's definitely possible. Gus was smashed on the floor by a couple of guys. The last three fights are on the ground, right? Um, last two by submission too. So it's hard to trust Gus at this point in his career, but at the same time, I'm still not completely sold Paul Craig, okay? The fight with Javon Hill didn't play out, guys. Like, don't get me wrong. He, it was a great performance. He deserved a bonus. He deserves a big name fight like this. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, like, we didn't see the fight play out. I'm still not completely sold in this guy. And Gustafson's a guy that, like, it's not like he's going to give up completely. I know he did against Verdun a little bit, but in general, he's you know, he's, he's a guy that typically puts up a good fight. And I think with the with the striking, he should have the striking advantage in this fight, you'd imagine, right? So you know, we'll see what happens. But I, I imagine at this point in their careers, Paul Craig probably is going to be favored in this fight, guys, I would imagine, yeah, based on that last performance. But again, Gustafson's a huge name. So if he was the favorite in this fight, it wouldn't completely surprise me. But I like the matchmaking. Um, to me, it's a good fight. It makes a lot of sense. Now, the other fight that was announced, and this one is uh, – there's a few other fights that were announced, um, but this one is quite good. Like this, I mean, actually, I, I wouldn't even say that. There's, uh, You know what? Let's go to Marcel's page. I'm going to pull it up here. Let's pull up Marcel's page. A little easier that way. we got so much news. I'll go to the news after. Um, all right. Let's go to some fights here. Marcel has some. Yeah. I like this fight. Jim Miller and Nicholas Mata. This is a good one. Uh Mata is a guy that not a lot of people may know yet because I don't think he's made his UFC debut yet, but I believe he's on contender series. Anyways, he's really good. And he does have a knockout win over Joe Selecki. He was a really nice knockout. Jim Miller, obviously a veteran, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what to think of Miller at this point in his career. You can see that where he was born, 83. We're in 2021, so he's getting up there in age, but he probably still has some good fights left. But again, Jim Miller always used as a gatekeeper, guys, as like the guy that you fight to get to, uh, to see how you do in, in your first fight in the UFC. It feels like he fights a lot of these guys in their, like, UFC debuts. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a winnable fight for Jim. Don't get me wrong. But I think Nicholas Mata is a guy that when – if you guys – this fight's in September. I mean, who knows if it even happens by then. But once you watch this guy, he's pretty good, Mata. And I remember the fight was lucky and Octomillus. So it was a good performance. Yeah, this fight got moved, Brady and Lee. So I'm happy about that. August 28th. Okay, so we don't know what card that is. You know, it'd be cool if it, it'd be nice if I don't know what card that is. I don't I don't think it's a pay-per-view, but it'd be cool if like that was like a five-round main event almost for like a fight night card. I feel like it should be. Um rather than just like 
not that it's a bad thing to be on a pay-per-view card by any means, but I think it'd be better served as a five-round fight. I'd love to see Sean Brady in a five-round fight. Kevin Lee's been in five-round fights. I think it's a fight that makes sense for five rounds. So I'm not sure what else is on that card for uh, the 20th of August. Again, that's a while away, but that'd be cool. For me, that'd be a nice main event. Love this fight. This is a great fight, Welterweight. And I just talked about this fight, obviously, Craig and, and Gus. I love it. It's a good matchup. Good fight to Martinez and Wood. This is another fight. Short notice, Darren Stewart stepped in here for Asker um, Mosserov. Yeah, I don't know what Darren, I mean, he looked terrible, right, against Anders. It's hard to say how he's going to look here in this fight. It's uh, it's in August, so he's still got, what, like six weeks, more than that, like seven, eight weeks almost to train. So it's basically like a full camp. Um, but, yeah, he didn't look good in that last fight, guys. He looked good in the first fight. Uh, well, I mean, he's looked good, you know, a, few, a lot of fights in his career, but, yeah, he didn't look very good at all. And he looked good in the first round, I should say. The first fight, though, with Anders, he didn't look good in either. So, Jacoby's coming off a, a tough fight with Kutalaba. Uh, it was a really good fight. It was a draw. It was a really interesting fight. Um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's just, you know, it's a, it's a short notice fight, a light heavyweight. It should be a good fight, though. Don't get me wrong. And Marcus is asking a question about this. Hey, Marcus, I want to answer your question here, man. Um, never like Gustafson fighting heavyweights. Good to see him return to light heavyweight. I agree completely, Marcus. That's what I was saying, too. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's tall, right? But he's, like, kind of lean. He's like Jones, too. I mean, we'll see how Jones looks at heavyweight. I shouldn't say that. But he's just, like, I don't know. Like, he didn't have, obviously, the takedown defense, as we saw against Gustafson. Or against uh, Verdum, excuse me. And we'll, see if it, we'll see if he has against Craig. But, again, Craig is not – he's kind of this weird, like, guy that pulls guard and stuff. It's going to be an interesting fight. But I do like him better at 205. Obviously, his best wins are 205. Marcus, like I was saying, he has wins over Glover and Blahovitz. Those are the top two guys. Darren Stewart should move down at 185. Dude, I don't I agree completely. Why is he still at 205? He should have taken some time off. You know, got back down. But I, I think it's a hard weight cut for him. And I guess he's just told the UFC, I don't think I could do it. it. It must be a hard weight cut. I think maybe that now I'm thinking like the Anders fight, like maybe he had a bad, like a really bad weight cut, and that's why he's like, all right, I want these fights at 205, because the Anders fight was at 205. But I'm with you completely, Marcus. I think you have a good point there as well. What else have we got here? This fight. So it's funny because Gutierrez tweets, right? He's saying he has a fight. Cole messaged me. He's like, yo, I think Gutierrez might be fighting uh, O'Malley, right? Because it was right about the time O'Malley's looking for someone. And I, I was like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense, Cole. I agree. And I, I mentioned it, Cole. I, I told him, I'm like, I think Gutierrez is a guy that uh, would have been good against O'Malley. So all of a sudden he gets booked, but it's not against O'Malley, against Felipe Calaris. But that guy's coming off a nice win over uh, Luke Sanders in his last fight. Yeah, so that was a good fight. So I think this, this is going to be a fun fight. I actually like this matchup. Two guys on the rise. Should be a great fight. This guy, Gutierrez. Nasty low kicks, as you guys have seen. So he's nasty. And Claris looked a lot better in his last fight. So I'm, I'm uh, definitely impressed by that guy. Babel fan saying, hop on. Yeah. I'll send you the link, Marcel. Give me one second here. I'm going to send Marcel the link. He can come on for a little bit. Let's see if he gets it. All right. That'd be good to have. Beard Anchor says, if Alex was younger, he should have uh, been at 185. Um. Yeah, yeah, you think maybe, eh? I don't know. Like he's re he's really tall though. I mean, he's six five, right? It's not like he's super super skinny. Like, you know, I'm not saying he's like <laughs> he's like he's not like he's Jones right now. Like, if you look at Jones at two two sixty five or whatever he weighs now, two fifty five. Guys, uh, he's looking big. Um, Gus, I want to see if he ever fought another weight class like early in his career. I don't think he has. Let me double check here. First fight, yeah. Okay, no. All his fights, I believe, are, are at uh, 205 in his whole career. So 
And then, except for the last fight with with Virginia, obviously, where he lost. It wasn't the most impressive performance. Marcel's right here. Oh, Marcel, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? How are you hey. doing? Yeah, I know it's Canada Day. I just want to do a short one today, so I'm glad you got on. We'll talk about some fights for a little bit anyways. Thanks for coming on, man. That's awesome. No problem, man. Yeah, so I was just going through these fights. I want to just get your thoughts, I guess, quickly on on, on this one, uh, Greg and Gustafson. Dude, I really love this fight, man. I think it's just, like, perfect matching. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, man, it's kind of uh, like um, Paul Craig is now in the in the in the rankings a little bit higher, right? And Gustafson is it, but Gustafson is a three three times title for, uh, title uh, contender. You know, he fought for title three times. We all know what he can do. Uh, went to heavyweight last fight, didn't work out for him. Is back at that heavyweight. So this is a solid uh, this is a solid test for Paul Craig, you know, to see where he stands. And for Gustafson is as well, where, where if he still uh, if he still can hang in that light heavyweight, you know. So I think it's a perfect matchup. I think it makes sense for Paul Craig. It makes sense because Gustafson, if if he beats him as a name, right? Mm-hmm. And for Gustafson, it's perfect to get back in the rankings and uh, to work his way up again in the light heavyweight division. Yeah, I agree. So again, uh, you know, I talked about this one already, but I, I want to give my shout out to my boy Alzalino Marcel. He broke yeah. this fight, so I like this one. It should be a banger, Martinez and Wood. Uh, I talked about this one already. Let's go to some new ones. Uh, okay, so yeah, this is the next fight I want to talk about. So mm-hmm. let's talk about this. And this, you're actually perfect. Okay. You jumped on right now because I haven't talked about it yet. So, all right, I want to give uh, you guys thoughts. You guys tell me your thoughts in the chat. Give me your thoughts on what you think of this match. So obviously, we all know that. Lou Smoka pulled out with, I think, an injury or something. And it's not going to be easy to find someone. I, I knew that right away. You even saw me tweet. I was like, oh, man, I don't even know who they could find right now. Because it's already July 1st, obviously. Or this was a few days ago. But still, you know, 10 days out, we'll say, or whatever. Um, I mean, it is what it is, Marcel. But I've ne- I got to be honest, I haven't heard of this guy um, until now. I think, is that Portugal flag? I believe it is. Yeah, he's pretty. He- he has some Portuguese heritage, man. Yeah, so my, my fiance is Portuguese. I'm going to tell her when he, he's Portuguese. She'll probably end up picking him because he's going to be a huge underdog. No, I'm kidding. I think O'Malley, the odds are out. He's like a massive favorite. He's like 10 to 1, Marcel. Like, listen, like, I know there wasn't a ton of options, but at the same time, Marcel, we saw a lot of guys go on Twitter and say, like, I want this fight. So tell me what happened, man. You obviously know a lot about this. So what happened behind the scenes here? So, yeah, um... Uh, they wanted the uh, they wanted O'Malley versus Ricky Simone, right? And um, they said they offered only at one forty-five. But I, I I did hear I can't say from from where I heard it, but I I heard Ricky said you can make one thirty-five. It's possible, you know. And at that moment, um, listen, man, I don't want to talk bad about O'Malley because I I don't know exactly. It can be either a UFC choice or O'Malley choice, you know. So I don't know, but that fight didn't happen, and they went with Moutinho, you know. So. It's either the UFC didn't believe that Ricky could make 135 or something, or they did believe and they don't, they didn't think it was a good matchup for O'Malley and they went with Moutinho. It, it can be so many things, you know. So I was in a discussion with Ariel the other day about it or, or yesterday. I was like, you know, I don't say you're you're incorrect, you know. I'm just saying what I got. Told, what did he say? What I, he said like he never got uh, or he never got offered 135 and he couldn't make 135 or whatever. It's kind of a uh, you know. Wait, I, I I give you the the link so you can use you so you can check. So it's like for me, like yeah. What, what you want me to say, right? I, I got I got this told. I I double checked. Uh, and, and I posted it, you know, and he replied under it, like, like I said. Did? I want to see this. I didn't see this. Let me take a look. Okay, cool. By the way, I'm there's like a comment here about the last fight. 
uh, from Massio. Hey, Massio, what's going on, man? Uh, he says, Gus and Craig, is it a small or big cage? It's a small cage because it's a, it's in London. It's a fight night card um, at the O2 or whatever. I think they've announced the venue or whatever. But it's in London, Marcel. We we know that I think at this point. Yeah, right? but I, yeah, I wouldn't be one hundred percent sure sure with the first with the September four card in London because it's it's uh, London has problems with the Delta version of COVID mm-hmm. right now, and they might go on lockdown again. So that that that's why I d- didn't set USC London yet, you know. But it's yeah. it's targeted for love for London for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, dear dancer, dear dancer said, I feel they missed a trick getting a book with TJ. I know he's scheduled as Corey would be massive. Yeah, against O'Malley. I mean, at this point, he's just fighting. Like, I've never heard of this guy, let's be honest. Like, I, I, have you guys? I mean, probably not a lot of us have, right? So I'll look into him. I mean, I'm looking at his topology, and it's not too impressive, guys, i got to be honest. But, again, you know, i, I got to watch the fights. Maybe he's a really good prospect. He fought, you know, decent competition. But, again, you know, Marcel, he's only 9-4 and four, four losses by stoppage. You got knocked out by Tony Gravely. This guy, Johnny Campbell, I think some Bellator. Yeah, he's a, he just beat Henry Corrales. So he's not horrible. But, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, you know, Sean O'Malley's like minus a thousand right now, guys. Like he's a mm-hmm. massive favorite, and I feel like it's justified, Marcel. I gotta be honest. Like I'd be, this is about like as close to me being. I'd be very surprised if this guy won. Um, for, 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 you'd be surprised, eh? Yeah, for me, it's just annoying. Listen, man, I, I have no problem with the UFC signing Moutinho or whatever, you know, and I'm, I'm happy for him. He got the chance. But why you have Marab, you have Brian Keller, you have Cody Stamen, you have Ricky Simone, and all these other guys asking for that fight. And you go with Chris Moutinho, either O'Malley don't, didn't want those fights, or either the UFC didn't want to make those fights against O'Malley. For that, that's how I see it, you know. Yeah. And with the uh, info I got from, from uh, not directly from Ricky Simone, Simone, by the way, but from Simone's side, um, they they wanted that fight, you know. They wanted that fight. He couldn't make 135, and it didn't happen, you know. And, and you can give your own explanation to whatever it is, you know, because I don't know if O'Malley didn't want it or the UFC didn't want that fight. I have no idea, you know. So. It is what it is, you know, but it's weird that O'Malley said in the podcast two days ago, he's taking a 145 fight as well. He didn't care, he said. So <laughs> for me, it's like, yeah, what can you say, right? So here's your tweets with uh, Ariel. You said, uh, although many sources, this is Marcel talking, although many sources saying Simone couldn't make weight, according to my, some more, some, my sources, Simone accepted the fight goes O'Malley said he couldn't make weight. Apparently somehow the fight didn't materialize. The UFC went Batino. And Ariel replied and said he never accepted a 135 fight. He said he could make 145, but O'Malley won 135. UFC won 135. Um, Marcel says, I clearly got told Simone could make 135, wanted the fight, and got offered the fight, accepted the fight. I don't second guess you or anything. That's what I re- was, uh, that's what was a reporter. But it's all I've been told. That's what you said. So, yeah. Um, I don't want to say, Marcel. I mean, obviously, some there's some miscommunication here somewhere. So, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, for sure, man. But, yeah. But, uh, I'm actually surprised that Ariel replied to me, man, under it. That he went into my comments for it. So it's I was like, just looking at the quote tweets just to see what people were saying. <laughs> like, have you seen these? I don't know if you saw it. It's kind of no, funny. no. I, I, Someone I, said kind of a dick move. This guy <laughs> <laughs> go after you a little bit. I don't know what people were saying. Ariel's defending. Ah, I don't know. I, I'm not really sure. I don't know really what he could have sent you a DM or something. I don't know why he said that there, but whatever. It's all good. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, you don't care. Okay, so. Um, Two other fights here. Yeah, the, uh, this one's interesting. This is a 265. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Odie Osborne, I think it's his flyweight debut in the UFC, if I'm not mistaken, because I think he got yeah. injured, right? He got pulled out of his last yeah. fight, right? Am I mistaken or no? He got rebooked for 145 against Jerome Rivera. <laughs> and 
Yeah, that's right. That I remember now. And he, he he looked good. Um, mm -hmm. takes on Manel Cape here and <sighs> Cape. I really did think he won that fight, man. I got to be honest with you, Marcel against um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nicholas Nicolau. Yeah, yeah. I thought he won that fight. I, it was close. I thought he won. Yeah, it's an, This is a pretty good fight, though. What do you think? It's a good fight, you know. I think. Um, yeah, I also think he won against Nicolau at the twenty nine twenty eight. Ball was close, but I had a yeah. for Cape. Um. Yeah, what can you say about this fight, man? I'm really looking forward to see how Osborne looks at 125 here, you know? Yep. Uh, I think he looked amazing at 145, which is absolutely not his weight class. Uh, 135, he lost to, to Keller, I think, in his debut. Um, yeah, we'll see, man. And Cap, uh, Cape hasn't looked bad, actually, so far. He fought against Pantoja and against Nicolau. But he has dif difficulties to let it go, to let his hands go for some reason, man. And he had that yeah. Pantoja fight. And he actually also had that a little bit in the Nicolau fight, you know? And that, yep. that was kind of worrying, I think. But now I think Osborne isn't on the level of Pantoja. I don't know about Nicolau, but I don't know, man. I can't go either way, in, in my opinion. I think uh, Osborne isn't to be uh, underestimated, man. Yep. All right, this one, I like this fight, man. These guys are both good. Like, I'm almost surprised they match them up, but honestly, it's like probably sink or swim, you know? It's like the winner's going to get a top 15 guy, Marcel, I think, from this fight. Mm -hmm. Impa Kasangani against Carlson Harris. Man, I love the fight, though. Like, both guys, very good grapplers. Marcel, you'd like this one, too, eh? Yeah, by the way, both guys look uh, super uh, enthusiastic in their picture here. Right here, what, what, what I actually put it together. Uh, yeah, I love that fight, man. You know, I'm a big Impa fan. I think he's amazing. Yeah. Um and he's still young in his career, man. I think he, he has been pro for like two and a half years or something. So that's also crazy. Uh, he's in the UFC already. Carlson Harris, we talk about this debut, man, back back when he fought uh, Christian, uh, Christian Aguilera. And we both said, man, he's going to win that fight because oh. you, you remember that Dana actually said to him in the, in the Dana, White, uh, uh, Dana White looking for a fight, like, yeah, you're actually a little bit too old, but uh, you look good, so we're going to give you a chance. I was like, dude, 16 and 15 or 4 back then, man. And you're going to you're gonna worry about somebody who's too old. The guy's 33. If he looks good, who, who cares, you know? And th that's a that's a thing, man, with many with many signings with the UFC. Was Dana like, yeah, your record, is, uh, it's 8 and 4, and it's not really that good. You you have to have a better record. He, he pretty much says, like, fat your record, and we're interested. So yeah. um, 16 and 4, I think, good record. Guy looks good. I'm really looking forward to this one, man. And also look forward to how Empa has improved. I think he, he looked great against Polatnikov in his last fight. So, um, yeah, this is one uh, I will uh, have uh, have uh, on my schedule, man. Yeah, you know, I like this fight. I like this I like this Harris guy, but Impa is very good. So it's an interesting fight. Um, mm -hmm. A couple other ones. Yeah, this is short notice, right? Elise Reed against Jerry Eubanks. She's a champion there, CFFC? Yeah. So, yeah, so... Obviously, they're bringing a lot of those fighters in. Only four fights in their career, but I mean, I think it's definitely a winnable fight. It's not like Sajari Banks is an amazing fighter. But 65, 43, what are you going to say? Notable wins are pretty good, man. She won against Jasmine. Oh, she does have some good wins. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, she does. She has some good wins, but I don't trust her. And, and it look, like these wins over these prospects are pretty good, you know? So we'll see. Um, this one. Yeah, this is a rebooking, obviously. These guys both lost fights. Uh, did you, now they get rebooked. So, Dechiro and uh, have Marcel, what do you think of this one? you like this one? Um, man, I feel Dechiro gets, gets kind of, uh, how do you say that? 
that's kind of blame for for beating Joaquin Buckley, man. And now he has to fight Kizriyev. It's not really an uh, how do you say that? Uh, it's not really a present, you know, to to go against Kizriyev. Kizriyev was actually very good. It's more like, listen, man. For example, if Buckley would have won that fight, they would never match them up with Kizriyev. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Dechirico gets Kizriyev. It's it's a horrible fight to be honest, man, to get against Kizriyev because I think he's really good. But Dechirico, you know. He does good as well in the UFC. I know he was four and five, but in his last two or three fights, he looked pretty pretty well. I think. Um, I, I remember the the, uh, the Cummings fight. He didn't look good. He, he basically almost got knocked out at the at the last uh, second of the round. I remember. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> but after that, pretty solid. And that Buckley fight that was amazing from his side. Uh, Kizriev. I've been high on Kizriev for a long time. Uh, was supposed to make his debut. I think against Dawkins against yeah, uh, was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, that didn't happen. But um, yeah, I think it's a good fight, man. And uh, looking forward to see uh, what's going to happen here. Yeah, why didn't that, I'm to remember that fight didn't happen? Anyways, um, okay, so I didn't get a chance. I don't. Did I even talk about this with you? Did I this week? No, 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 no. no. Okay, okay, okay. So this is actually a good opportunity then. <laughs> we got Derek Lucas here gone. So literally on, on, I think it was a Monday. I think, or maybe it was Tuesday, but I think it was Monday. But uh, we're doing the podcast, and, and Cole sent me the the thing where I'm doing yeah. the podcast. You heard my live reaction. I was just like, "What yeah. the hell?" And I'm still just like, like, uh, uh, I just think it's just like it's a great fight. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, it's a great fight. We all know it's a great fight. But the interim title thing, just uh, Marshall, I'm not a fan of the interim belt because Francis just fought March. It was three months ago he fought. Like, come on, I don't know, Marcel. Give me your thoughts, man. Adam, weren't you like? Yeah, we know in Ganu against Lewis, and then you look Gan versus Lewis, huh? Interim. <laughs> yep. I was like, oh no. I was like, I didn't see the. Tweet. Yeah, I didn't see it popping your full set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man. I mean, it's just honestly stupid, man. And and we all know why this is. They want to have Lewis on the card in Houston. Yeah. They want to have him headline, and they probably didn't give Ganu what they want, what he want, what he wanted. <laughs> nope. And. Uh, now they 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 match him with Gan, but the thing is, if you really wanted to have this matchup, you could have done Gan as a co-main event against Lewis. This hasn't didn't have to be for an interim title. It's like, and then you have Nunez against Pena for the main event, which which is not the greatest main event ever, to be honest, man. But it's kind of also disrespectful to one to arguably the best women ever in MMA to put her on a co-main event behind an interim title, which shouldn't have even be for an interim title. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just weird. It's just weird all the way. And I like the matchup, man. I think Lewis Gan is a great fight. Yeah. But it's super stupid, man, with, with Ngannou sidelined for, for only a sideline. He's just three months, didn't fought for three months, you know? And <laughs> He's not even injured just, or anything. What's yeah. The, like, it, like if he also, went home to his country to see his family for a few months, like whatever it was, like it's it's just stupid, man. It's also like, uh, uh did you saw uh, the tweet from Ngannou where he's like, uh, man, I also enjoyed my uh, my uh, uh interim title shot against uh, Jarzin. Oh wait, I didn't get it. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, why why do these guys get an interim title shot and I had to wait for like two and a half years with uh, Miocic against. Uh, Against a DC, I know he fought him. twenty seconds or something like that. I think it was literally twenty seconds in like a span of a year, and mm -hmm. he didn't fight. And he was complaining about it too. Obviously, Dana White doesn't like this this guy's manager, Marcel. Like, I think that's pretty fair to say. Yeah. So it's not. It, it, it's it's more. It's just a lot of like um, power. It's a power struggle right now. That's what it is. That's what I, mm -hmm. that's what I would say. You know, it's a power struggle um, between well, Dana bad. White and. Uh, UFC and 
and uh, the agents. And the other question I was going to ask you, Marcel, quickly, uh, Ariel Hawani was saying that Hunter Campbell from the UFC, like, mm-hmm. pressures, uh, like, the fighters into accepting fights by um, threatening to strip them from the title. So it's kind of like, I would say this is kind of like newer information. And then obviously Ariel's kind of, like, not too happy with the UFC. So he's kind of been stirring the pot a little bit lately. But any thoughts on that, Marcel? Any thoughts on stripping, like, threatening these guys? Yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I don't know Hunter Campbell uh, in person or whatever. I saw a picture of him. Uh, I yeah. mean, he looks he looks kind of a guy that would get picked on on school in school. But I I don't know, you know, I don't know in person. So I don't want to say. They just want power. They want power over these guys yeah. that yeah, but that's, were, were bigger that's and stronger sucks. than them, like you said back in high school. That's it funny. just sucks, man. You know, I mean, yeah. you can't do that to Ngannou, in my opinion. And also, I know. How, well, what what a bad look by Dana to go to uh to to that manager on Brad Okamoto's uh, Instagram page. On Instagram go, too, like all yeah. of you publicly, like with the guy. Uh, yeah, man. What, what that's so bad, you know. Bro, and, imagine that, like like uh like I I can't even think. You know what I mean? Like someone or I don't even know. I can't even think. You know, any other sport like. These major sports like Jake Paul. Okay, we got to talk about that. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Let me get Marcus this thing here. Was Lewis really fighting gone? Do you think the chances of Steve Bear Jones fighting Francis next increasing? I don't see the UFC. Um, what did he say? Having Francis wait until Lewis gone winners healthy to fight. Matt, you know I gotta say for for one thing I'm happy that gone. Uh, will proceed in the rankings with this because he was kind of stuck. You know what I mean? With, with that win against Volkov. It's like Lewis was g- going to fight Nganu. Uh, the winner of that was supposed to get Miocic and then we have still Jones behind it. You know what I mean? So that was kind of weird. And now we have like Lewis against Gan. The winner will fight Nganu. And what then? What is Miocic doing? It's also weird for me that Miocic was uh, promised the next title shot with uh, the winner of Nganu against Lewis. I mean, I respect Stipe, and he, I know he's the the longest uh, reigning, or the lo- at least the, the heavyweight with the most title defenses in the, in, in the division. But it's like, I don't think uh, that that last performance granted an immediate rematch with, with champion, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, let's go to... There are a few other ones, I think. Are we talk- I think we talked about this one, right? Did we talk about this fight, Marcel? I can't remember, but... I- I do like the fight. I mean, it's an interesting matchup, right? It's kind of a, you know, I, I like the matchup, and I think for Pyfa, it's an amazing matchup, you know, to if he wins this one, this is a big win for him. But for Kyler, it's like you're going from Asuncao, who was in the top 10 still of the rankings, to Rolian Paiva, who was in the flyweight division, actually. So it's kind of, it's kind of a weird uh, thing to, to, to do, you know, but... Yeah, he wants to fight, and I, I like the fight. I think stylistically, it's a fun matchup, so uh, I don't mind. That's good, Marcel. Okay, so I think that's kind of it for the fight announcements. Um, there's a, a few pieces of news I do want to touch on before we get out here. It's just a short podcast today. Today's okay, a holiday. I gotta tell, Go I tell you something off the record. Remember, remember me after the podcast. <laughs> okay, sure, no problem. Um, just a few other pieces of news I want to get touch on here. Uh, well, I didn't get your thoughts on the Joe Schilling thing, Marcel. I mean, this guy. You, I'm sure you guys have seen this video. Now. I mean, mm-hmm. That's not the video, but yeah, I think we saw it. I can't remember if it was Monday or Tuesday. We were watching it here on the podcast. Yeah. What do you think, man? I mean, he's saying it's self-defense. We'll just watch. I think we can watch it here again, right? Let's just watch it. You can see that, right, Marcel? You guys yeah, yeah, that. yeah. I've seen it 10 times already, so. You've seen it, yeah, you've seen it too many times. Yeah, you guys have seen it anyways. 
But yeah, I the guy's gonna sue him, man. So uh, <laughs> what's the lesson learned here, Marcel? Like not to <laughs> strike people. Well, what's the lesson learned here? A, don't strike people, and B, definitely don't record record it. You know, um, I don't know why somebody was recording it. Somebody said to me like, "Yeah, when a guy does weird in the bar, you probably better put your camera on." Well, it's like, yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I, for some reason, I don't get in those situations, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't think it looked good, you know. I don't think it's something to brag about. But, <laughs> hey, who am I, you know? I don't know the, the the complete story, so I hate to say anything about it. But what I looked at this from the video, I don't think it looks good for Schilling, to be honest. No, I, I agree. See, I, I do, okay, so I want to talk about this. Um, this kind of ties in with some of the other stuff we talked yeah. about here. So, yeah, I mean, Jake Paul, you donated $5,000 to Sarah mm -hmm. Alper, and then $25,000 came from, I want to say it was Triller, I believe, Triller Fight yeah. Club. So, yeah, I mean, like, uh, I know Drake Riggs was the one who wrote the article on PJ Penn, and she even thanked him in, the uh, like, her first Instagram post. Yeah, Jake, I mean, I think Jake did a good thing. And you see what he says? He says, shaking my head, imagine a rookie in the NBA having to uh, start a GoFundMe to play and let Sarah Alper know she has my support and contribution it's my honor and privilege to help fighters any way I can. I, Marcel, I, I think I was talking a little bit about this with, um, I think it was Cole, just about the fact she had GoFundMe. But, man, it's such a bad look for the UFC. But uh, it's, it's awesome for Jay Paul. I mean, it's good publicity for him. So give me your thoughts on everything, man. Yeah, man, I, I, immediately, I immediately tweeted, like, I respect that, you know, whatever you think about Jake Paul. And people are like, yeah, 5,000, what's 5,000 for him? And it's just for the publicity. Listen, guys, he didn't have to do that, you know? He absolutely didn't have to do that. And he has enough publicity. He doesn't need this extra publicity, you know? So I just respect what he did, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm thriller. I think Thriller did it a little bit to piss the UFC off, but hey, man, whatever, what, whatever helps Sarah Alpar to get her thirty thousand that she needed. So, good for her, and uh, I, I hope she can uh, she can have a good camp with with the money she gets. So, uh, yeah, I'm actually happy for her. Um, yeah, what can you what can I say more? I think the UFC, it's not a good look for the UFC at all. So. No, it's not, and I don't I don't know if Dana White's gonna maybe they'll ask him a question about it, like at the press conference next week. I mean, who knows? Maybe Jake Paul will show up at that press conference. You know what I mean? Who knows? Here's what uh, he said, Pablo. Why he posted? Just be more famous. How proud he is. Someone who is even racist at even posting that everyone uh, idol. Come on. I, I, I was talking about Schilling. Schilling, oh, okay, about Schilling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I just think it was weird how the camera was like right on it, right? Like it just doesn't make yeah. sense to me. It's a little bizarre. It's not like you know what I mean, Marcel. It's just a little, little weird. Yeah, and Pablo was asking. Contender series. I'm not, I honestly don't know too much about. It. I haven't even looked oh, at it. Yet. Marcel, do you know anything about it or? No, I haven't looked into it. To be really honest, man, it's like it's uh, it's for it's. I think it's uh, August thirty first. Nolan just posted that as the first show. So, yeah, fair enough. Um, just a few other pieces of news, I guess. I, I don't know if you saw this Conor McGregor thing. Like, I saw that this. It looks like there's something in his arm or something. You see this, Marcel? No, I, I try to keep uh, away from everything Connor not fighting related. So I yeah, they're saying it could be staff or something. It doesn't look too good, but I'm sure he's a, he'll be okay. I think. It, we've yeah, seen but I, I mean, there's always some drama, you know, uh, a few days before the fight. So I yeah, of course. Go it's always, yeah, you're right. So the, it's for headlines. <laughs> Quite frankly, that's what it's for. I'm trying to see what else there is. <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Yeah, don't like I care about that stuff, but the people do. Um, 
<laughs> oh, we didn't talk about this fight, I don't think. Uh, Tatiana Suarez and Modafferi. I don't know if you had it on your list. No, I haven't posted it yet. Okay, well, I mean, listen, I, I, I like the fight, but when I when I put, tweeted the, uh, the article out, people were – they're not happy with it. They think it's a really easy fight. But here's the thing, guys. Like, she hasn't fought in almost – like, over two years, right? Over two years. And she's moving up a weight class, and she's still fighting a top 10 opponent in Modafferi. So – I think it's a good fight, man. I think it makes sense. You like it? I think it's pretty obvious what the UFC tries to do here, and I can't agree with those people. You know, it's like uh, Mother Fairy. Um, you know, Mother Fairy sometimes surprises. She defeated Shoshenko when nobody believed in her. She defeated undefeated Andrea Lee back then. She defeated Macy Barber, who was undefeated back then. But Tatiana Suarez is better than all these three girls, you know? Um, I know she yeah. hasn't fought for a long time, but you don't lose your your techniques when you haven't fought for a long time. Maybe some ring rust through, but I see her winning this fight, to be honest, man. It's and so I know you I know yeah, I know you don't like me get to give my pick, but I give you my pick here. Suarez gonna win the fight. Yeah, I was gonna say, like she's still pretty young, I think. Like she's still like like twenty nine, I want to say. Maybe take a look here. Yes, yeah, she, she's thirty. She's, 30. she's gonna turn thirty one um mm -hmm. end of the year. So still young. Very marketable, good fighter. I always liked mm -hmm. her. I always thought she was good. So I, I, I think, yeah. Um, this Paige Van Zandt thing. I mean, she's talking about how great it is. Same with Cyborg. They're both happy they left. Like, yes, there's more opportunities outside the UFC. But again, you know, it's just different. You know, good for them, though. If they're happy, then I'm happy for them. What are you going to say? Random people sending me links from Paige Van Zandt. Man, dude, uh, I, I know why she makes so much money. <laughs> oh, really? Is, she, is it is it nudes on her OnlyFans? Or... Uh, a lot, yeah. It's nudes? Really? Yeah, no no, uh, no top, that, those kind of things, you know? Yeah, and Pavlo, I, I saw your comments, man. Like, I, I hear you, bud. Cool. Um, Daniel, monetary strong woman. Couldn't get Vivi down, so won't be able to get down Suarez. Um... Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. She did lose her last fight, I think, to Viviana Arujo, right? So, yeah, but Viviana's good too, man. Anyways, well, this I think, okay, so, think Viviana won against Shukagian, man, to be honest. I thought so too. I did think so, but, you know, Shukagian's hot, hot, hot that won them. Uh, just a few more things, so I want to get out of here because it's a holiday and I want to yeah. go see my uh, fiance. For and sure. Dustin, for sure Dustin said, um, these guys were going back and forth, but who's going to shoot the first takedown? <laughs> I, do you think someone shoots? Or no one shoots. Give me your thoughts. You guys tell me too. What nah, no one shoots. No one shoots. No, no, nobody shoots. I think maybe no if they got tagged. But uh, you know, I was laughing about uh, a quote you ESPN posted about what Poirier said, and Poirier said like, um, "Yeah, this is an important fight because uh, we got to see if I uh, if I can uh, show that last time wasn't a fluke." And Connor can show if he's still relevant in the division. I wanted it at 170, but the UFC and Connor both wanted it at 155. So for me, it's clear that uh, the winner of this fight is likely becoming uh, the next uh, contender to fight for the belt against Oliveira. I was like, dude, we could have done without this quote. You know, that's <laughs> exactly what, what everybody's thinking. <laughs> and Pavlo's saying Connor should go boxing. He doesn't want to do takedowns. Yeah. I mean, it's posturing. And obviously, Connor would prefer the fight stay standing. If the fight goes to the ground, we all know Dustin's going to have the advantage. The only time I remember Connor even like really doing well was against Max Holloway, that one fight where he like he injured his knee, I want to say, and like he just wrestled Max. It's like eight years ago. But obviously, Dustin has a better submission game. He's probably got the better ground and pound everything, I would imagine. 
If you, I know, Connor, you know, Connor, man, I got to be honest, Marcel, just quickly before before you talk. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking the last, you know, few months since they announced the fight. I'm like, okay, I'm thinking Dustin, you know, he won the last fight. He probably should win. It wasn't that long ago. But the more I'm getting into the fight, I got to be honest, the more I'm thinking Connor could pull this off. And you, have, you see a lot of guys now, I think uh, you had Charles Oliveira come out. He said he thinks that uh, uh, Connor's going to win. And so did GSP now. So, you know, there's some, there's some you know, <laughs> really good fighters that are coming out here and backing Connor in this fight. Anyways, go ahead. What were we going to say? What's Connor's best win in the UFC? Let's see if we have the same. Um, that's still in the UFC right now or of all time? Uh, what, whatever you want. What was his best win? I would say probably Eddie Alvarez fight, I, I would say, right? I, I would go for the Max Holloway one, to be honest. Okay. Really okay. early in his career. And that's maybe a weird pick, but he really looked good in that in this yeah, first two rounds against Holloway. So uh, I always remember that one. And back then it wasn't that big, you know, because Holloway wasn't that big of a star yet. And he became, after that fight, he went on a crazy streak. So, uh, and he be became a big star. So I think that was a pretty big, uh, a big win for him. And that wasn't a title win, I know, but the from for my feelings that that was probably there is best win in the ufc but yeah you know we will see man i think it's 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 a weird fight to pick you know the first the last time or the last time i i, I went with connor against poirier because i thought like uh, they're gonna trade and connor's yeah. gonna tag him somewhere and actually connor did in the first round you know but connor run out of gas poirier took over and he finished the job in the second round so i don't know what's gonna happen it's 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 really a pick him to me yeah, and um, you know, uh, in the chat he's saying Aldo. He thinks that's the best win. Yeah, I mean that's obviously a great win. You know, Marcel against Aldo, thirteen seconds, and also uh, he already knocked out Poirier too. We should mention the first Poirier fight was a good win too. You know what the problem is with those two fights, man? The Poirier fight, I think there was some back of the hat punches in that. Yeah, one. when so he was on I, the ground. I really, like, yeah, I don't, I don't really. Uh, that's why I don't Fair pick enough. that one, and the and the Aldo one, of course, amazing thirty second knockout. But I would have loved to see that fight go at least two rounds, three rounds, you know, because I wanted to see how Aldo would have done against Connor and how Connor would have done against Aldo. And we never got to see the rematch, you know. And right now, I don't have to see it anymore. But we never got to see the rematch, and that's very unfortunate, I think. No, fair enough. Um, just trying to think if there's anything else I want to talk about quickly before we get out of here. Because I want to get out of here. Um, no, we talked about that. Yeah, so, okay, so for next week, I guess, we can just set it up. Uh, we'll get the comments before we get out of here, guys. Daniel's here. Hey, Daniel. He says, Connor winning, but Dustin's lost to the pick. Yeah, I mean, I think both guys win. It's literally a pick, I think. It's minus 110 each, I think, right now. Yes. So it's really close, yeah. Uh, Daniel says Aldo's his best win in quick fashion. This hasn't happened to Aldo since then. Yeah, no, for sure. That was crazy. It was uh, it was a great punch. It was a really good punch. Daniel Edwards, Holloway win don't count. No, uh, Holloway's losing to Bermudez. That fight was a robbery. I remember having money on Max that day. That was BS. He should have won that fight. That was a long time ago. Um, anyways, Marcel. Okay, so for next week, you said uh, you, you need – there's still more soccer or no next week? Yeah, there is. Uh, on Tuesday, there okay, is. Okay, so Monday we'll do the show at, at 4 p.m.? And then Tuesday mm -hmm. we'll do it at 7 p.m. Okay, and then yeah, uh, is that okay with you? That works. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Okay, and then AJ will do it with me on uh, Thursday at four. Okay, great. So that's awesome. All right, Marcel, what's going on with you? Otherwise, we'll quickly tell me, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, not much, man. MMADNA.nl, Big Marcel twenty four, and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, do whatever you like. Follow me, or if you don't like me, don't follow me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, 
check, check out Adam Martin as well as at MM Adam Martin on Twitter. He's uh, he's amazing. You guys know that. You got you got it, man. You got it. You got the right handle. Everybody like so many people say that wrong, which which is so silly. Look at this last point. What do you think of Netherlands, Marcel? Yeah, you know. And by the way, my um, fiance she's Portuguese, right? So she she was sad, and then we became Netherlands fans after they were knocked out, and then we got double sad. <laughs> I mean. Portugal at least did well, you know. They yeah. they could have they could have won that 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 fight that 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 uh, that game, you know. Netherlands were bloody awful, man. They they deservedly went home after. Uh, Czech Republic was better, and uh, yeah, great for them, you know. Something happened here. Are you guys there? Yeah, um, man, I'm still here, and I see you as well, but you get very blurry. All right, I'm just gonna end the stream. <laughs> Yeah, this sucks. Okay, Pavlo's still there. Marcel, are you there? There you are. Okay, I don't know what happened there. I don't know if it was me or you, but anyway, you got you got very blurry for me. Yeah, it's probably me. I gotta get out of here anyways, guys. So yeah, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I'm a Martin, and I'll be back Monday with Marcel. Peace, guys. Have a great day. Peace.